Welcome to Sporadic Phantoms. My name is Robin. I'm Stevie. Oh, and Kyle's still part of this. He's just refusing to speak to Robin. We can't tell you our last names out of fear of retaliation. In our last episode, I showed Stevie and Kyle snippets of recordings from the Sharing's BU Now workshop. Today, I'd like to talk about choice. We each had different thoughts about it. I don't think we can jump to conclusions yet, but Kyle didn't really see anything wrong with it. What she's doing is pretty radical and revolutionary. But the recordings revealed that the sharing is holding some harsh and manipulative workshops that they are labeling as personal development, spearheaded by Kyle's new girlfriend, Elizabeth Lee. From what I could gather, her workshops are a way to indoctrinate people with the sharing's philosophies of giving up attachments, as well as any sense of control over one's life. The desire to be in control is what blocks you from being you now. But why the sharing enforces these principles and what they're trying to do with these people, we have yet to understand. Though we do have our suspicions. At the end of this journey, Jess, someone is going to know you very deeply. One of the people in the workshop was Jess, the lonely teenage girl I met at the first sharing meeting we attended. In BU Now, she was subjected to a tough grilling session with Elizabeth and the other participants. It was hard to listen to. I just want to run away forever. Three. Three. Give us something real, Jess. But here's the thing. None of that was even supposed to be in the content of our last episode, mainly due to how things went down towards the end. I had a totally different recording I wanted to add in everything, but unbeknownst to Kyle and I, Robin went into our files for episode three and totally changed the episode at the last minute to contain the BU Now recordings and our reactions to them, including when Kyle and Robin blew up at each other. I will not calm down. Delete this segment. It's not going in. After I released the episode, Kyle immediately demanded that I take it down. He couldn't do it himself because, well, he forgot the anchor password. And I wasn't about to give it to him. So up it remains. And since then, he hasn't spoken a word to me. But Kyle hasn't left sporadic phantoms. He's just avoiding you. He's still speaking to me, you know. He is? Yeah. And we're going to have to have some semblance of teamwork if we're going to continue this investigation. So here we are with just two of us in the studio at this point. Robin, if you were going to steamroll over all our plans for episode three, couldn't you have at least cut out that end part where you and Kyle are yelling at each other? That was part of our analysis. I'm sorry, but that makes us look bad. And unlike Kyle, I'm here. But that doesn't mean I feel totally comfortable about what you did. So our audience heard us argue about something. Exposing exploitation is not always comfortable. And you're right. What we're finding is way more important than any personal argument. And that's why I needed to put those recordings in the episode. Kyle's in denial. I had to air it. If we were able to take a moment to cool off and discuss our different points of view in a civil manner, maybe we could have found a better way to edit the episode. I'm not the one who flipped out. 
talk to Kyle about acting civilly. There's no way I could ever see him being okay with people hearing the truth about Elizabeth. At least in the near future. What has he been doing anyway? Did he just decide to give up and join the sharing? I told you, I talked to him. And he's going to let me know when he gets any good recordings or information to add. You know he's not one to just give up. But I'm not going to keep being your middleman. And Robin, that can't happen again. If we're now altering footage behind each other's backs, what does that say about us as a team? How could people take us seriously? You want to expose the sharing, but what happens when listeners start tuning out? We have to make our presentation of footage exposing a possible underground trafficking ring more palatable. I get it. Robin, listen, it's not that I even disagree with you. And I also think Kyle needs to snap out of it. You guys have bumped heads in the past, but never to this degree. Remember when you guys couldn't agree about which interviews to include in the permaculture short? That was different. This is more immediate. More is at stake. So can we just try to move on? Even with Kyle probably not joining us in the studio this episode. Then let's just go to a few things that we originally wanted to put in episode three. See, it's not as if we weren't eventually going to include them. We mentioned on Twitter that we were waiting for a particular sharing event we wanted to get recordings from, and that those recordings would be for episode three. The event ended up being postponed due to rain, so we had to wait and put it in this episode anyway. Robin, I have something you cut out without telling me, and I know you have something you were saving too. Okay, so let's catch everyone up. I couldn't find Jess after that initial BU Now session from that first sharing meeting that we attended a few weeks ago. The three of us had gone to a few other, admittedly less eventful meetings since then. Still trying to record our interactions, still avoiding each other, and avoiding getting too close to anyone. Well, obviously except Kyle. But, though I thought there was a chance that Jess could have just left the sharing for good, one day, I saw her again. Hey! Jess, remember me? Oh, uh, hey. Yeah, hi. Sorry, what was your name again? Robin. Jess, how are you? I couldn't find you after that Be You Now session a few weeks ago. Was everything okay? Did you have your full member ceremony? Oh, um, yeah, I'm fine. Um, and yeah, everything was okay. It was just, the session got really intense that day, and I got too scared. I wasn't ready to become a full member that night, so I bailed. I felt really bad about it, and I even skipped the next PU Now session. But it's okay! Because after all that fear I felt, I talked some more with Elizabeth, and I did a private session with her last week, and guess what? I made it. As of this past Thursday, I'm a full member now. Really? And everything's okay? Why wouldn't it be? Jess, I won't tell anyone in the sharing if you need to tell an adult that someone is making you do something that you really don't want to do. If anything or anyone is bothering you here, we can talk to somebody who can help you. (laughs) Robin, 
I was going through my life as a scared little girl. I hated my life, and I could not wait until I turned 18 so that I could just escape everything. But now that I've become a full member, I realize that I don't need to be so afraid. I am so much more confident than I have ever been. I'm helping people, I'm doing community service, I'm doing more than my parents ever expected of me, that's for sure. Robin, trust me, everything I've done in the sharing has been my choice. They're even helping me with my college recommendations. It's great. You've been coming to the sharing for a while now, haven't you? Just a couple weeks. You know they'll probably kick you out soon if you don't choose a full member track, right? What? Yeah. Uh, when they see that you're not serious about the sharing, they'll tell you not to come back. Aren't there more casual attendees? <laughs> Only when they just start to come. But if they don't want to commit, then they can't really contribute much or get much out of it. Uh, kind of just how the sharing works. So, you gonna stick around? I have to. Yeah, I, I am. Um, so, what do I have to do to not get kicked out? Uh, well, you can join the business and entrepreneurship track, or there's the fitness achievement track, or the track for families and parents, or... You can join me at BU now. I, that is what you said I might be the most into, right? Yeah. Um, I'm getting more responsibilities now, so I'm going to be Elizabeth's new assistant. You should give it a try. It's not for the faint of heart, because uh, we get really honest in there, but I'm sure that's the kind of thing you're looking for. You're right. I would really like to see what's going on with BU now. Awesome. I'll tell Elizabeth you're interested in coming. Uh, I think we're having an intro session next week. Okay, um, I'll come. Cool. It's so exciting when someone starts working towards becoming a member. <laughs> You're gonna love this. This was an opportunity. Maybe I could find out exactly what the sharing is trying to do with BU now. I could find out more about the sharing's intentions from what appears to be its philosophical core. I'd be going in again to investigate so it won't get to me and i won't let elizabeth bully me she won't get me to say anything i don't want to say i won't let myself get sucked into the sharing i don't need to become a full member whatever that even entails hey jess um what does it mean to become a full member oh well Okay, so you know how you always wonder if other people are seeing colors the same way that you are? Like, is my purple someone else's green? Is my red actually their blue? And you think, well, you can never really know. Well, let's just say that full members have figured it out. Full members know more about what it's like to see through someone else's eyes, because they're just a really empathetic group of people. Well, okay, that's only a little bit of what it's all about. Sorry, it's just, it's something so special, you know? I can't exactly just give it all away at once, but don't worry, you'll know soon enough. It was less difficult now for Kyle and Robin to avoid each other at the sharing events we'd been attending. I didn't want to have anything to do with their drama. 
at the same time, that workshop recording gave me some bad vibes. It made me even more worried about Maddie. She's only 13. Thank God she wasn't involved with this BU Now stuff, though. Still. While Kyle and Robin were busy giving each other the silent treatment, I had my own business to take care of. I wanted to talk with my sister, Nicole. She's a full member, which means what exactly? Did she sell enough boxes of sharing Scout cookies? Well, Nicole can get on my nerves from time to time, but she's not stupid. She's not one to join a pyramid scheme, if that is what full membership means. She has a real job, and she always rolled her eyes at PTA moms, so it probably wasn't that kind of suburban mom social club thing for her either. So why was she so invested in this group that she would join their inner circle? What else could I learn about the sharing from her? And if this group turned out to be bad news, could I convince her to leave and get Maddie out of there too? I didn't want to talk about my own involvement in the sharing with Nicole, but I was certain that Maddie or Hedrick already told her I had started coming to the meetings. So I shouldn't have been too surprised when it was Nicole who gave me a call first. babe. Hey, sis. What's up? So, Maddie was telling me that she saw you at a sharing meeting. Were you thinking of joining? No. I just wanted to check it out. I'm not sure it's my thing, but you joined it, right? I started taking Maddie because she needed something to do after being cooped up all day in front of the computer for her virtual classes. But one thing led to another, and I ended up coming to their fitness club, and before I knew it, I went and just joined. But really, I called because I've been thinking. I feel like we've been growing apart these last few years. I mean, you and Maddie have a great relationship, but our lives just took such different directions. I went to law school, started a successful practice, I met Craig, we had Maddie, bought the house, and you went on to do your art projects with your friends. So I thought coming to the sharing together could be a great way for us to bond, like old times. And the fitness club has none of that overly macho stuff. They're super supportive. There's no sweaty guys ogling your ass all the time. And Stevie, be honest. You know how we've all gained the COVID-19? You could probably stand to join in. Nicole, no, I can't. I can't commit myself to the sharing right now. I'm too busy. What are you busy with? Well, like you said, art projects with my friends. Okay, well, maybe you could just do me this one tiny favor. Maddie has this thing coming up, this sharing youth leadership camp. They have this field trip on her spring break. Would you mind being an adult chaperone for her group? I would, but you know I've been so swamped at work lately. And you and Maddie can totally bond. She was so excited to see her aunt there the other week. Chaperoning? What's the time commitment for that? Just for a day but it'll give you the chance to talk with the other adult chaperones there about full membership in case you have any reservations about it. I told you I'm not joining the sharing. And Nikki, how much do you actually know about this organization? How do you know it's the best thing for Maddie to be involved with? Babe, I'm a full member. I know the ins and outs of it. This city has needed a place like this for so long. Maddie loves it. 
And for me, not only am I in the best shape of my life, but it keeps Maddie out of trouble. And I don't have to deal with a bored teenager during quarantine. Do you know how much of a godsend that is? So can you just do this for me? (sighs) Okay, let me think about it. But if I do it, it's a one-time deal. I don't have any time to become a full member. It's not happening. Please, you would literally be saving my life. And you'll change your mind about the full membership once you see how fun it is and how many perks there are for membership. Nikki, I'm not joining. You can tell that to whoever told you to try to convince me. Wow, you're in deep. Excuse me? No one told me to do anything. I am just trying to be a good sister, Stevie. I miss the fun times we used to have together. All I wish is for my little sister to want to hang out with me again. Oh my god, give me a break. Oh, I couldn't take it anymore. I didn't exactly want that conversation to go that way. I just want to do this on my own terms and not get roped into anything like Robin and Kyle. I saw what was happening with them. Even though we said we weren't actually interested in getting involved with the sharing, well, let's face it, we're actually very interested. Just in a different way than most people. But now, not only were they inches away from joining these so-called full member tracks, they were getting emotionally affected by the whole thing. No way was I going to sign up for extra activities, and no way was I going to get anywhere close to joining. But... If chaperoning a field trip meant I could keep an eye on Maddie, that actually didn't seem like too bad of an idea. I still wasn't sure about it, but if I go, I will just absolutely not go any further than that, no matter how much Nicole wanted me to. And now I was worried how much Nicole was into this. She was so adamant about getting me to join, but she's always been such a tough nut to crack. How could the sharing have gotten to her like that? Sporadic Phantoms will resume after these messages. They said it would make me popular. They said it would help me fit in with the guys. They said it would make me feel good. They said it would help me forget all my problems. They said it would give me the energy to start my day. Just give me one packet. What's your problem, man? No, instant. It's got to be instant. I don't have a problem. What's gotten into you? Shut up, Mom. You can't stop me. I hate you. I don't care anymore. Shut up. I can live forever. They said it was just part of a balanced breakfast. They were wrong. 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 Maybe you've heard of it before. Grain soup. Fiber. Canadian spice slop. It's instant maple and ginger oatmeal. And one spoonful is all it takes to ruin your life. Learn the truth about instant maple and ginger oatmeal at oatmealtruth.org. Hi everyone, Kyle here. What? 
Did you think I would stop investigating just because I refused to deal with Robin's complete lack of professionalism? No way. So first, a little update about what I've been doing for the past few weeks. I was starting to do more things with the sharing. Well, on one hand, Elizabeth was so busy with sharing activities that it was one of the few places where we could actually see each other and hang out. On the other hand, I was realizing that a lot of the people there were really eager to do good, and well, that's kind of my thing. Elizabeth said if I was going to keep coming that I should try to become a full member, but not so fast. Though I'm sure Elizabeth has good intentions, I know better than to dedicate my life to an organization we're still investigating. Not before we figured out all the moving pieces of what is clearly some kind of conspiracy within the sharing, and not before we stop it. And I wouldn't be able to investigate objectively if I were to be given actual responsibilities and commitments to the sharing. But. I found myself helping out with their community service events with Elizabeth so much that they said I could just keep on doing that for now instead of needing to choose a full member track right away. But I was still worried. All these generous people? I was sure most of them didn't suspect there could be a conspiracy trying to undermine the sharing and all that it stood for. Elizabeth knew something was going on, so I was worried for her too. Was she being blackmailed? Was there a kind of gag order for the full members not to reveal the sharing's connections with corrupt corporations? I was starting to feel pretty good about the charity work we were doing, which also made my side of this investigation even more important. I have to do this for the good people of the sharing. So, I wanted to come on here and just say that in these past few weeks, I've found nothing. Nothing that would cast any negative light on Elizabeth or anything she's doing in the sharing. And I would have just left it at that for this episode. But I have to tell you about what happened last night. There was this big event going on. The sharing was branching out and getting more involved with environmental cleanup. So this was to announce some of their new initiatives. They were partnering with environmental organizations, public schools, and they even invited a celebrity to speak at their event. Some kind of pop star, TikTok influencer, I don't know who this person was. But anyway, they were important enough for this to be live streamed with other media there too. By there, I mean outside the community center, on their field where they had set up stage rigging, sound equipment, tables, and chairs and stuff. I was interested because, well, why was the sharing making a big deal out of their environmental work if they were secretly being funded by anti-environment corporations? Either something was being covered up, or this whole thing was part of a resistance against those corporations. Note to self, talk with Elizabeth more about her concerns with the sharing's leadership. So we were there. Robin, Stevie, Elizabeth, and I. Stevie was making small talk, and it looked like she was trying to avoid her sister. Robin was over by the snack table, eating pretzels and hummus, looking around, but not talking to anyone. Elizabeth was with Hedrick, talking with some of the people from the organizations that the sharing invited. I was seeing how hard she worked for the sharing, so I was doing anything I could to make her job easier. I was helping set up the brochure table. 
I had just put down a stack of flyers for the Sharing's youth leadership camp when suddenly... Well, hey, I recognize you. We spoke about some of my activist work with the Defenders in Los Madres. Small world, isn't it? Nancy Candleton? That's me. Your name was Kyle, right? Hey, how did that work with your podcast go? Dig up anything about daps and lumber? You guys were still investigating them, right? I haven't heard a peep about Dapson since that incident with the cut-down trees. Nancy, yes, we did find some things out about it. But can we talk about it somewhere with less people in our direct proximity? Oh, sure. But I don't want to take you away from your station here. No, it's okay. I'm not technically allowed to man the brochure table yet. I was just setting up, and I just finished. Can we talk over by the playground? Oh, okay, sure. So, what's going on? It's the investigation. No one here knows about it, and they shouldn't hear us talking about it, because... Wait, first, Nancy, why are you here? Oh, it's great. The West Coast Forest Defenders got a call from the sharing... They want to partner with us to organize more service opportunities for teens. We're still talking, everything's still in development, so nothing's 100% yet. But they invited me to come and speak about the Defenders. Nancy, it's awesome that the Sharing wants to partner with the Defenders, but you should know something. What's that? In our podcast, in our investigation, we found that Dapson Lumber was linked with some of the Sharing's donors. And it looks like this other company, Matcom, hired Dapson to clear the woods so they could test something out there. Matcom is also linked with the Sharing's donors. What? Test what? We don't know. It's something that can detect disease, mutation, genetic code, or it might be more dangerous than that. I'm not sure. But I suspect they are involving the California spotted owl. Animal testing? Of a threatened species? Could be. Could even be worse. We started looking into the sharing because of the links with Matcom and Dapson. But the community itself seems harmless enough. It's the guys who are really running the show that I'm worried about. The guys at Matcom. They could be trying to run some kind of underground operation masked by the sharing's good reputation. They donate to the sharing, and with all the sharing's environmental work, no one would suspect Dapson and Matcom would have anything to do with animal testing or illegal logging. Oh, if this is true, the Defenders need to pull out immediately. We can't associate ourselves with this. I can't go on stage now. I, I really wish you had called me up and told me this earlier. No, no, I, I don't want to discourage you from the partnership at all. Far from it, actually. Nancy, I'm wondering if you could do us a favor... Actually, I think it would help everyone, including the owls. If you start working with the sharing, and if you get as close as you can to their leadership, can you be our ears and eyes on the inside? Maybe you'd see things we can't. If it could help us expose these white-collar bastards, I can do my best. Hey, you two. The speakers are just about to go on. Better head back over there before they start. Not that I wanted Nancy to get too caught up in anything, but I suspected that since she had responsibilities towards her own group, 
and since the partnership would be a different relationship to the sharing than any of us had, it's not like Nancy would need to join the sharing to get close to it. So this could be really good. Nancy could inform us right from the crux of the most shadowy parts of the sharing. Good evening and welcome everyone. It's beautiful out, isn't it? Welcome everyone who can make it today. Good evening to everyone tuning in to our live stream right now. My name is Hedrick Chapman. For some reason, they let me run these things. <laughs> now, what's happening in the world today can be pretty scary. But when things seem grim, as the late great Fred Rogers once said, look for the helpers. You'll always find people who are helping. And we at The Sharing are truly blessed to have been acquainted with a number of folks who, like the members of The Sharing, are dedicated to a very important cause, helping our world. So I'd like to give an extra special welcome to all of our guests from the different charity and activist organizations we've invited here today. First, I'd like to welcome Sandra Jackson from the Greener Street Society. Adrian Martinez from the Happy Shells Horseshoe Crab Sanctuary. Nancy Candleton from the West Coast Forest Defenders. And Jim Wojcikowski from Tomato Growers Anonymous. We're all here today to introduce a number of initiatives that will get our teens involved in sustainability, climate justice, and prepare our youth for a better tomorrow. But first, we have a very, very special guest with us. My, uh, my daughter has actually been waiting all week to come and see this young lady speak today. From what I hear, she's extremely lit. Here to talk to our youth today about the importance of pitching in and caring for the world around them, please welcome viral TikTok sensation, Turtle BAE04. Hey, Turtle Fam! I'm so. Whoa! <laughs> what the? It all happened so fast. A bird shot down from out of nowhere and snatched the microphone out of Turtle Bay's hands. <laughs> no worries, folks. Just have to grab our backup mic. Chapman headed stage left to get another microphone from the tech guy. Chapman, the live stream's down. What? We're off the air. No connection. My internet's not working on my phone. Neither. Ugh. Sit tight, folks. Just a little technical difficulty. We'll be up and running in just a minute. I hyped up my followers for this shit show? What a joke. While the crowd was getting restless, I was watching the hawk fly over our heads with the stolen microphone. It was majestic. It flew away from the stage and dropped the mic past the edge of the field into the woods. And then it circled back and swooped down, down towards the building and flew into the community center through an open window. Everyone was looking down, focusing on getting their phones to connect so they could stream Turtle Bay's speech. No one knew what was going on. But something inside my head was telling me, follow the hawk. Kyle, where are you going? Hey, Kyle.
I headed down the hallway towards where the hawk flew through the window. I paused, listening for a moment. The building seemed empty. Dark, illuminated only from the stage lights outside coming in through the windows, and the red glow of the exit sign. But then, I saw it! Flying down the hallway frantically. Maybe I could open more windows to try to let it out again. I ran after it, heading deeper into the building, down the hallways, and further inside, further than I had been before. Maybe I could find it and make sure it got back outside. But something else was compelling me, something in the back of my mind. Birds. I was following this bird as if it was a questing beast, as if it was a sign, as if it could tell me something, as if it could hold the answers to everything I've been searching for. A flash of red tail feathers, it banked a hard right, it flew right into an open door into one of the many rooms lining the hallway. Maybe it would lead me to the truth about the sharing, and maybe I could finally manage to catch it, gain its trust, and carry it outside, gingerly perched on my arm, and then the door slammed shut. I went to open it, but it was locked would have to go find Elizabeth, or at least someone who had the key to the door. But then, I heard it, coming from inside the closed door. I pressed my ear up against it. It sounded distant, as if rising up from the bowels of the community center. That roar reverberated within my very being. My disparate thoughts and suspicions were getting closer to forming a resounding truth. Could it be? I knew one very important thing. Stevie, Robin, and I, we had to get in there. I had to take them down there. Okay, so let's catch everyone up. And hold on. <laughs> yeah, okay, that sounds good. What order do we want to do the clips in? Do you want to talk about running into Jess again first? That works. And then I can talk about the weirdness with Nicole. Yeah, we should also mention the event from tonight and discuss what happened and just get some thoughts down while it's fresh. Well, shouldn't we wait for Kyle to touch base? I, I really think we should just structure this episode without his material and then just do some edits if he happens to get his portion in. I do hope he's okay, though. He will get his sides in. Tonight was weird, though, right? I think we should hold off on talking about it until the three of us can talk first. I want to know where Kyle ran off to in the end. If he wants to show his face in the studio anytime soon. But okay. I also want to research what could have knocked out everyone's cell service and Wi-Fi all at the same time. It felt planned. Oh, that's a good point. You know, I had to restart my phone a bunch of times before it worked properly. What would cause that? Okay, I'm going to start the closer portion. Do we know what segments we want to try to have prepared for the next episode yet? Maybe. Well, the BU Now sessions should yield something worth discussing. Do you think you're going to chaperone Maddie's trip? I'm still weighing the pros and cons of it. You should just do it. Well, it is an opportunity to talk to more members that aren't kids, but am I giving in to Nicole if I decide- Kyle! You are not going to believe what just happened. I have to play you this audio right now. Oh, so now you're talking to us all of a sudden? Oh my god, Robin. Can you give it a rest? Listen to this. 
What is that? That was coming from the basement of the community center. So it's like the boiler or something? That was not the sound of a boiler. That hawk that stole the mic flew into the building and led me right to that room. So what's in there? I don't know. The door slammed shut and it was locked. The hawk closed the door? With what, its opposable thumbs? It was probably from a change in air pressure. I don't know how the door closed or locked, but I'm pretty sure it leads to a staircase to the basement. The hawk led you there? At first I thought I could try to grab it and release it outside, but then it seemed like it knew where it was going. Where's the hawk now? I'm assuming it's still down there. So we can just go and tell someone we saw it go down there, and they can have someone take it back outside. And also that we heard that they should probably fix their boiler. No, that sound was some kind of other animal down there, or maybe multiple animals, but not like owls or anything even from around here. That was like a tiger or something. You decide to speak to me again because you think you heard a tiger in the basement of the community center? It could be a bear. Can you play that recording again? It does sound like it could be some kind of animal. <laughs> if it's a tiger or a bear, then bye-bye, Hawk. Wait, hold on. I am so confused. Don't you realize everything makes sense? MATCOM has the sharing in its clutches. And they're developing weapons, not just to eliminate owls here. They're thinking bigger than that. Way bigger. They're thinking the Amazon. They're thinking Africa. Asia. The Australian Outback. They're testing their technology on animals from all over the world. So they can covertly exterminate any species they deem an inconvenience to their corporate expansion or to their need to demolish as many acres of forest as they can for the international logging industry. They must scan an animal to read its DNA and program their weapon to destroy that specific DNA or energetic frequency. MATCOM equipment and weapons have got to be stored in the basement of the community center. But where does the basement ultimately lead? Underground tunnels. So that door would automatically lock. They want to keep people out of there. And why the sharing? Who would ever suspect the nexus of an animal trafficking scheme would be in the basement of a nonprofit community organization that works to save the environment? They're using the sharing as a front. But if we're able to get down there, and get videos and pictures, we could blow this whole thing open and save the sharing. So then what's with the hawk flying down there? They could be implanting its brain with some sort- Animal trafficking? Underground tunnels? The donors? Matcom? Dapson? Some kind of sabotage of a seemingly benign event? What about the scanner that they used on us? And what is so great about full membership? And what about the emotional manipulation? There are too many pieces. None of this fits for me. Don't bring BU now into this, Robin. Elizabeth is on our side. Kyle? 
<laughs> I didn't mention Be You Now. So, you agree? It's emotional manipulation then? No, but I do know you well enough to know when you're taking a jab at my friend. There is so much going on here and we don't need to fabricate what's really happening. Yeah, I don't get it either. We've been banging our heads against a wall over and over, trying to piece it all together, and we just don't have enough information to make logical links to everything. I think this means we're going to have to bring in some outside experts to help us make sense of this. Then we'll see who's right, Kyle. You are so blinded by wanting to be right about Elizabeth that you're refusing to see that Children, what- please! I'm so sorry, guys. My phone won't stop buzzing. Let me shut it off. Whoa. Maddie has called and texted me at least a dozen times. I have to call her back. Maddie? Hello? Maddie, slow down. Take a deep breath. I, I can't understand you. You're at your friend's house? Okay. Okay. Did something happen and you need to be picked up? Your mom is in the hospital? Is she okay? Oh, I'm sorry. Say that again? What? Oh my god. Okay, okay. I will come pick you up, but you have to take a deep breath, okay? Let me talk to your friend's mom. Is Nicole okay? One sec. Hi, this is Stevie, Nicole's sister. No, I don't mind coming to pick up Maddie. Do you know what happened? But Nicole is okay. Okay, please have Maddie text me the address. I'll be there in 20 minutes max. I'm sorry, I have to go with Maddie to the hospital. Nicole's hurt. What happened? She was in a car accident. Oh my god, is she okay? She's stable, but I think she got really hurt. I swear Maddie said her mom's hand had been cut off. That's not possible, is it? Not in a car accident, surely. Jesus Christ. Yeah, go. I, I hope I was just mishearing her. Maddie was so hysterical, I, I couldn't be sure. We promise to behave. We'll get everything cleaned up in here for the night, and we can just reschedule for the outro. Just go. Be safe. That concludes Episode 4 of Sporadic Phantoms, The Appearance. Tune in next month for Episode 5. In our next episode, we definitely have to get more information about any strange animal activity happening around here. I know what I heard. You go off and do that while I investigate where the real danger is. Be you now. We're still going to have to work together on this, and maybe find some people who specialize in some of the issues we're running into. Special thanks to K.A. Applegate, Julie Becker, Zoe Michelle Bradshaw, Ian Buck, Cameron Duncan, Megan Griffin, Jesse Honard, Belinda Jew, Mackenzie Lambert, Lisa Lang, Tara Lapori, Amber Mastro Batista, Marcus Miga, Max Pacheco, Maria Phyllis, Abby Savoy, Nate Varnado, and Jessica Whitehall. Don't forget to check out our Patreon just to cover these fancy mics and our website, sporadicphantoms.com. But especially, email us with any information you have about the sharing 
or anyone we've mentioned to sporadicphantoms at gmail.com. Kyle, Robin, you both are getting too wrapped up in these sharing activities. If you aren't going to be impartial, maybe we can find some people who can be. Will we find ourselves so embroiled within the sharing that it threatens our investigation? I'll be keeping my safe distance with a clear head. Thank you very much. Especially with what happened to Nicole, Maddie is my main priority now. Then you'll need to decide if that includes chaperoning her field trip. Oh, and it looks like the sharing is having a virtual event next month that anyone can join. That's not good. That means that they're trying to have a greater outreach. So if you know someone who signed up, Maybe show them our podcast. They should be warned. I'm starting to think that no matter how much we try to resist getting too involved with the sharing, it looks like this group might be able to get to anyone. Yeah, even you.